And so when you're in that anxious attachment zone, you can't be in your feminine zone of receiving, of just being, of being open, of being pursued, of being given to, because you're trying to do the opposite due to your anxieties around love and relationships and that attachment injury. Hi ladies and welcome to Receiving Love. I'm your host, Erica Simone, a healing coach helping women heal unhealthy relationship patterns and embody their feminine energy. I'm so excited you're here. If you're totally new to me, welcome. Uh, maybe I've connected with you through TikTok, Instagram, so happy you're here. And if you are a longtime listener, then welcome. Um, this podcast was previously known as Balanced and Loved and I may still have a few episodes up from that season, but I've repurposed, renamed, and just totally shifted the podcast. And so, yeah, for this first episode, we're really going to dive into the masculine versus feminine energy, along with the name behind the podcast and what it really means to receive love and why that is such a crucial component of the feminine energy. So let's hop right on into it. Um, so receiving love. So why did I choose the name receiving love? So one of the major things we're going to be talking about on this podcast is the masculine versus feminine energy and masculine and feminine polarity, because that is such a huge component um, for us as women to be able to open our hearts to love and attract the healthy, loving relationship we desire with a healthy, masculine man. So this is who this podcast is geared towards, by the way, women, single women, or maybe you're already in a relationship and you maybe want to increase your intimacy, communication, or understand men better. So it's for women who want to relax in their feminine flow in their feminine so they can attract and create a healthy relationship with a healthy masculine man, okay? Because here's the thing, the law of polarity. If you are in your feminine, you will draw in the masculine. If you were in your masculine, you were draw in the feminine, okay? Everything in this earth seeks balance, okay? So if you are a woman looking for a relationship with a healthy masculine man, then you have to know how to relax in your feminine and receive. Receiving is such a huge component of the feminine nature, okay? And in this first episode, we're going to dive way deep into the feminine versus masculine energy. I'm going to try to keep each episode about 30 minutes, um, just to give you like short and sweet. So yeah, a huge part of the feminine is to be able to receive, okay? The masculine is the giver, the feminine is the receiver. We even see this simple and simple biology with the sperm and the egg, okay? We learned it in like, what, eighth grade, right? When it's time for conception, all of that, the sperm is swimming, it is chasing, it is going, it is action, it is moving to reach the egg. And what is the egg doing? The egg is just chilling, <laughs> It's just chilling. It's just waiting to receive, okay? It's waiting to be pursued, right? It's not It's not anxious. It's not chasing. It's not trying to force. It's not trying to overgive. It's just sitting, blowing, doing its thing, and it's, and it's receiving, okay? And it's receiving the best. So I just wanted you to keep that in your mind, ladies. And when it comes to receiving love, right, there's so many blocks that get in the way, okay? We have different traumas and triggers and insecure attachments, subconscious beliefs and fears, and maybe our relationship with our dad was not the best, so now we have trouble trusting men, or we don't know how to have good boundaries, or we have low self-worth, and so we're chasing, and we're um, being really anxious, and we're more in our masculine, right? And so there's all these things that get in the way and prevent us from having the healthy, loving relationship we desire, Okay. So I want this podcast to just break all of this down, okay? So we're going to be covering 
Um, like I said, the masculine versus feminine energy, attachment styles, subconscious beliefs, different fears holding you back, um, different ego blocks, uh, shadow work. Like, there's, we're just going to be talking about it all. We're also going to talk about uh, communication. But you never really consider how different you both are, especially when it comes to how you express uh, love and intimacy and communication and attraction and just all of it, okay? And even we see in the Bible, I'm a Christian, by the way, and I'm sure a lot of you are Christians listening, but we see in the Bible too, like God made men and women differently, gave us different roles, okay? Gave us different structures. And even you see science that supports that and how men and women, like our brains are literally wired differently, okay? Like there's so many differences between us, but the differences come together in such a beautiful kind of yin and yang way, right? They really complement each other and balance each other out. The problem just comes when we as women are operating in our masculine because then we're going to be attracting men and they're feminine, right? There's a lot of reasons and things behind why we as women can sometimes be operating more in our masculine energy than our feminine energy, which we'll talk more about later. But there could be a lot of things that play like different fears, different wounds. Maybe you've been hurt by um, a man in his unhealthy masculine or maybe you're really given into the whole third wave feminism. We don't need men, hyper-independence thing going on. And we also just generally speaking live in a more uh, masculine energy driven society, right? Our society is very action, do, achieve, go, 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 conquer, chase, chase, get the bag, whatever, you know, like, and that is the masculine energy. And maybe you're a woman that, you know, you are having to be more in your masculine energy with like work or because of your career or all that kind of stuff. And, you know, there are times in the place where we, as women are, you know, using more of our masculine energy, like logic and, um, being action oriented and all of that. But when we're in our relationships, when we're doing dating, when we're doing love with a healthy man, we want to be in our feminine in order to attract a healthy masculine man. Okay. So if you're a lady listening and you are more in your masculine and you want to be with a feminine man, well, I I don't think there's many of you out there, but if there are, then you can still keep listening because I'm sure that might <laughs> swap for you. Um, because the thing that I love talking about this is that I study a lot when it comes to dating and relationships and how trauma gets in the way, fears, all that. That is my passion. That's what I do as a coach, helping other women. And it is, it really makes me come alive. I love talking about attachment styles and different fears and things. But the more I started to dig into understanding the masculine versus feminine energy and just how we are created differently, I realized how much this plays a role in everything, right? Because us as women, we can do all this inner work, da 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 but we have no idea how to understand the person that we want to be in a long-term relationship with, that we want to marry with, you know, being men, then that's going to cause a lot of issues. And it's also going to cause a lot of issues when, okay, you've done all this healing work, or maybe you're Christian, you're super saved, all that stuff. But you keep wondering why you're maybe having trouble attracting a healthy man or why you keep attracting more passive feminine men that you have to chase or pursue or that lead you along or who are emotionally unavailable, right? And so it's like, yes, we need to be healed, loving God, all of that. That's amazing. But if we don't understand the feminine masculine polarity and how this all comes together, then it can leave us pretty frustrated, right? And I love how even attachment styles really does come into this as well. Because for example, if you have a more of an anxious attachment style, which I'll dive more into later, then the anxious attachment is characterized by feeling a lot of anxiety around relationships, um, a lot of clinginess, sometimes chasing, trying to um, overgive, trying to figure it out, da 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 
And those are all traits of the masculine. So when you're in that anxious attachment zone, you can't be in your feminine zone of receiving, of just being, of being open, of being pursued, of being given to, because you're trying to do the opposite due to your anxieties around love and relationships and that attachment injury. Same thing if you have a more avoidant attachment style, because the avoidant attachment style is, is rooted in um, a lot of fears around intimacy, being closed off, lone wolf, hyper-independent, you don't need anyone. And that is counterintuitive, right, if you're trying to be in your feminine. Because a huge part of the feminine is being open, vulnerable, and receiving. And you can't be open, vulnerable, and receiving if you have a lone wolf mentality, hyper-independent, self-sufficient, and you're scared to open up your heart to love, Right? And like I said, I'll have another episode breaking down attachment styles deeper, but I just kind of want to set the stage for how this all really does come together. And I'm super excited. So yeah, let's go ahead and dive in to just breaking down what is the masculine energy versus what is the feminine energy. So just as a quick overview, the masculine energy is characterized by doing and achieving and is molded by logic and reason. The feminine energy is more intuitive oriented towards receiving and allowing and characterized by being, okay? Hear that. So the masculine energy is characterized by doing and achieving and is molded by logic and reason. The feminine is more intuitive, oriented towards receiving and allowing and characterized by being. That is so key. And this even models in the Bible how God speaks to his church, the bride, which is, you know, represented as the feminine. We're told to, you know, to rest in the Lord and to receive his love and being open to him. And it talks about how God first loved us. So now we love him. So we have God, Jesus initiating, doing, and then in return, we get to receive that and, and operate in a place of being. So it's just so crazy that we see this dynamic in the Bible um, as well. So yes. Um, and speaking of Christian, uh, speaking of the church Bible, being Christian, if the word energy, you're kind of like triggered by it, don't be, okay? Energy is the same thing as gravity. It's an invisible force. You can't see it, but it influences things and it can be felt, okay? Um, but if energy makes you a little uncomfortable because maybe you're thinking new agey, which I'm not with that, then just think about it as the masculine, feminine essence or nature if that makes you more comfortable. But yeah, I just want to give a little disclaimer. Um, yeah. So let's kind of dive deeper. So if you're taking notes, which I highly recommend, then I'm going to list some traits of the masculine and then of the feminine. So you can make a little T-chart or a little Venn diagram, whatever you want. So, so the masculine energy is characterized by being very action-driven, okay? Very logical, very confident, very focused, very strong, stable, clear, assertive, and goal-driven, okay? It leads, it pursues, it chases, it tries to conquer, so it's do, 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 do. Now, on the other hand, the feminine energy is very intuitive, very nurturing, very creative, very collaborative, very caring, receptive, grateful, receiving, ease, a flowing, it's being, a state of being, okay? And so going a little deeper, the masculine energy, a lot of that energy comes from the left side of the brain for men. So the logical side, the thinking side that, you know, wanting to dominate the action, the figuring it out, right? Now, on the other hand, the feminine energy is being more into the right side of your brain, which is the side of your brain that's very intuitive and creative and soft and emotional and feeling and patient, okay? And like I said earlier, the law of polarity 
Everything in this universe will seek a balance. So if you are a woman operating in more of your masculine energy, you're going to draw on a man who's operating more in feminine energy. And if you're a woman operating in more in your feminine energy, you're going to draw on a man more in his masculine energy, okay? So this is very, very important to understand because a lot of times I'll see, you know, women frustrated that, oh, he's passive or I'm having to pursue him or he's leading me on or he's not, you know, being direct or I'm having to chase him or I'm paying for all these things or I'm taking care of him or I'm having to mother him and fix him and heal him and all this stuff. You're being in your more masculine energy. You're being in your more masculine energy. Okay, so now I want to talk about a few of the ways that sometimes we as women can start to operate more in our masculine energy. And one of the biggest things that I've seen from the women I've coached and just my own experience is as women, sometimes we have a tendency to overgive and under-receive. This puts us in our masculine energy of being the giver, pursuer, chaser, trying to fix. And when you're operating in this energy, you're going to A, create friction in your relationship or the dynamic, and B, it's going to push the man to be more in his feminine, okay? Men want to be the hero of their story. Men want to step up to their healthy masculine nature. A healthy man wants to be in his masculine. And if not, he has probably different mother issues, different wounds, different stuff going on, okay? So when you make a man feel emasculated or you take away his ability to be in his masculine, to provide, to lead, all of that, it's going to force him to be in his feminine and vice versa. We'll talk about that later. Vice versa. It's where if you're with a weak man or a man who cannot lead, who cannot provide, who doesn't step up, who is passive, it forces a woman to be more in her masculine because he's not being in his role. So the woman has to get out of her role and vice versa. I want to say that as women, sometimes we have really good intentions. Okay. Naturally, we want to nurture, we want to take care, but sometimes we take that to the extreme and now we're trying to mother him or take charge or control. Especially maybe you have a type A personality and you want to be in charge of everything or you have trouble trusting. So you want to be in control of everything. Or you think you know better. <laughs> you think you're just, you know, better and then you should be in charge of everything, right? And so a lot of times we also, and a lot of times different, you know, traumas and stuff come up to where we overgive because we are trying to earn love or seek their approval, right? We want their affirmation. So like, let me give and give and give so that I can get. Not realizing that when we're overgiving, it takes the man out of his masculine and when you are overgiving in that way, it can lead to a lot of codependency or attracting narcissistic people because narcissistic um, people or men, you know, they're attracted to people who they deem as vulnerable or they can take advantage of or want to overgive because that can also be a sign of low self-esteem. Another thing that comes into play is that we live in a society now that is very um, kind of like hateful towards men. I forgot the word for it. Let me look it up. Um misandry so the hatred of men right and i feel like when he said like oh i don't hate men da, 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 but think about think about this have you ever adopted to a lot of the generalizations and bitterness out there of all oh, men suck or men are dumb or they're not s word i hear that phrase a lot or we don't need men we're strong independent women it's like there's so much kind of hatred towards men in the masculine by a lot of women who maybe have been wounded by men and I don't want to negate that because there is such a thing as a man being in his wounded, masculine, unhealthy, uh, disempowered masculine the same way women are sometimes in their unhealthy, disempowered, feminine. We see that a lot with like manipulation, being seductive, all that kind of stuff. We'll get into that later. But, you know, we create these generalizations about men, right, on a subconscious level. 
we'll talk more about subconscious versus conscious later, but your subconscious controls 90% of your actions and it's a part of your brain you're not aware of. And it's, it's like a filing cabinet and it stores different memories, experiences, words, phrases, all of that, right? So it's like consciously you want a relationship with a healthy masculine man, but subconsciously you hate men or you don't trust men or you don't really value their needs, right? Or subconsciously you want to be in charge. You want to lead. You are fearful of receiving, of flowing, right? And so there's all these things that can sometimes get in the way of us being able to operate in our feminine energy, right? And I and I think too, as Christians, it's so beautiful that as daughters of God, it's like we get to relax in our feminine, right? Like and we see all in the Bible, like God pouring his love on us and, and telling us and just showing us how to receive his love and trust him and let him lead us and to not be anxious for anything. And like all these things that can help us operate more in that feminine energy. And even being held by God, which is, you know, represented as the masculine, being able to trust him and submit to him, that helps us to surrender to our feminine, right? And so our relationship with God, even the way we submit to God or don't submit to God can lead into the way we will end up submitting or not submitting to your future husband, per se, right? So it's like, it all plays out, right? And a lot of times, you know, and like I said, we'll touch on this in another video, just going deeper into the father wound. But the father wound is also a huge major way that sometimes we can get out of our feminine nature and into our masculine nature. Because in order for a woman to feel safe to operate in her feminine, three S's are required. She needs to feel safe, she needs to feel special, and she needs to feel secure. So when a woman does not experience those three things, it does not give her the space and the capacity to operate in her feminine, Right? And what, are the, what is the thing that can help a woman feel those three things? Safety, security, and special. The masculine. So when the masculine is not present, i.e. the father, it gives women do not feel the safety and the provision to operate in their feminine because there's no one there for them to receive from or they have to take control because the man is not there to lead and to provide, right? Or they have to think and figure everything out and da 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 because they don't have the masculine there to be in their role. And we see that a lot of times, especially with maybe like single moms to where they're having to be mom and dad. They're trying to play both roles, which by the way, like, you know, a woman can only be a woman, a man can only be a man. So I don't believe in like, oh, my mom was the father or you don't need a father. Like I don't subscribe to that. I know that there are situations where, you know, women are doing the best they can do all that, but I don't subscribe to like the whole like, oh, you don't need a father. You don't need a man in the house. Like I don't subscribe to that. Um, so yeah, sometimes as, you know, single moms, sometimes they are, you know, having to operate more in their masculine because their masculine is not there. So they're having to fill that role. And so you, as a woman now, maybe you saw your mom being in her masculine. So now you're more in your masculine, right? You're trying to dominate. You're trying to take control. You're trying to figure everything out because you want to create security for yourself because the masculine wasn't there to help you feel that security. Hope this is all making sense. Like I said, we'll dive more into this later. Um, but yeah, that's just a general overview of the feminine versus masculine energy. Okay. So just to wrap it all up, when you think masculine energy, I want you to think doing action, goal-driven, assertive, leading, left side of the brain, logical, chasing, pursuing, getting things done. When you think of the feminine energy, I want you to think being, flowing, receiving, nurturing, compassion, yielding, patient, emotionally in tune, the right side of the brain, intuitive, attracting, soft, flowing, at ease, okay? And they really balance each other really well. And those energies will attract each other. And I also want you to take away, remember this, the law of polarity, okay? 
If you are operating in your masculine, you will draw in the feminine. If you're operating in your feminine, you will draw in the masculine. So that goes for, for men and women. So as a woman, if you want to be with a healthy masculine man, you need to be operating in your feminine. If you're a man listening to this, then you need to, and you want to be with a healthy feminine woman, you need to be in your masculine. If not, you're going to end up attracting the opposite. And a little takeaway as you finish up listening to this episode is I want you to think as a woman, because this podcast is for women, but if you're a man, then you can apply it to the man side. But um, which energy are you operating more in? When you examine how you are in your friendships, relationships, dating, or even how you think about love or being open to love, which energy are, are you operating more in? Are you operating more in your masculine energy? Are you operating more in your masculine energy when it comes to dating and love relationships? Are you trying to chase and pursue and anxiously figure it out and be goal-driven and like da-da-da-da? Are you at ease? Are you flowing? Are you receptive? Are you open to receiving love? Are you in tune? Are you patient? Are you loving on yourself? Those are all very parts of the feminine nature. All right? So I want you to think about that, okay? And if you're like, oh my gosh, I've been totally operating in my masculine how do I get more of my feminine, da 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 then this podcast is for you. Okay, and I also wanted to share that as women, we have masculine and feminine energy in us, right? And there's times that we're in our masculine energy, like when we're at work or school or planning something or, um, you know, maybe you're a business owner and you have some business days where you have to be really in your masculine of like um, looking at numbers or marketing, whatever. So I'm not saying that, you know, you're always in your feminine in every area of life 24-7, Right. I'm also talking about relaxing and leaning back in your feminine when it comes to your love life, dating, relationships, and really um, a lot of other ma- major areas of life, like just your overall essence and being is your feminine. But like I said, there's times that you may have to tap into your masculine, like with work or school, if you have to plan something or get something done or if you're dealing with money, whatever, right? And so the feminine is the energy that's like leaning back. And the masculine energy is the energy that's leaning forward. These energies come together in a really beautiful way and it creates polarization in your relationships. And polarization is needed for that attraction and desire between the two, right? Think about it like science and magnets. Opposites attract, okay? You become magnetic when you are relaxing in your feminine. You become magnetic to uh, the masculine, okay? Because there's no desire. There's no attraction. There's no draw to you if you are the same as him, right? (laughs) You're drawn to the opposite. You're drawn to... It's like, wow, that's different. That's, that's, I love that. It's, 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 it's matching me well, right? Man doesn't want a woman in uh, her masculine that's, you know, trying to compete with him or trying to, you know, fight for power with him or take the lead or, you know, disempower him, all that kind of stuff, right? And I'm talking about this in a very healthy way. Like, I'm, I, yeah, I hope, and I, everything I'm saying, I'm saying through the lens of healthy people, spiritually, emotionally healthy people. I'm not talking about narcissistic, manipulative, abusive people. That's a whole different thing. So everything I say, take it through that lens that we're dealing with healthy people. Um, but yeah. So give a disclaimer. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe and leave a five-star review. I would love that you can uh, leave a five-star review on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. And on Apple Podcasts, you can also leave a written rating and review. So I would love that. So go ahead and do that if you haven't already. Also, I would love if you helped spread the word about this podcast. Please share it with a friend, a sister, any other woman in your life who needs this podcast. I would love if you shared it with them. You can also share it in your stories and tag me at Erica Simone underscore. I'd love to repost you and connect with you online. So yeah, be sure to do that. And I'll see you on the next episode of Receiving Love. Okay, bye guys.